Hey, welcome back for episode six of the Todd V Show. Today's episode is going to be all about one topic, value. And specifically, I'm going to take some of the biggest questions and confusions you guys have surrounding what is value, how to apply it in game, those types of things. I think we have some really good questions. And one quick announcement before we get into it. If you want to go really deep on the subject of value, which is pretty much the most important subject in all of game, I'm doing a special live event in about a week from the time that we'll be releasing this. Um, you can go over to toddvdating.com slash value. It's an event called Value Masterclass. And in that event, I'm going to talk about what is value, how when women perceive your value, what it is you can do to convey value, and also how you can become a man of value because there's a lot of value that goes even beyond game, right? A lot of value that's life value and value you can just exert in every single facet of your life. So I'm going to be going basically deeper on the subject of value than I ever have anywhere. Um, check it out again at toddvdating.com slash value. Uh, again, the clock's kind of ticking on this. You want to go soon because we're doing the event very, very soon. So hopefully we will see you guys there. All right, today's question. Oh, and by the way, uh, all three of the questions we're going to address today actually came from my Facebook group, Todd V Insiders. It's a great place to get your questions answered, have a good open discussion about topics of game, topics that are of interest to you as a man. Um, just really what, what's on your mind in that area. Uh, tends to be a really positive group in a good environment. Uh, anyway, you can request access as a Todd V Insiders. Uh, assuming your profile doesn't look super sketchy, we'll, we'll probably let you in and, and it should be a good place for you. All right, so anyway, that's where the questions came from today. So the first question is, how to generate instant value slash validation? And this really is the dream, right? This is what the, the Hollywood movies, almost like the casting a love spell on the girl, right? You tap her with your magic wand and suddenly she'll do anything for you. Um, and that's a very appealing concept. It's very enticing and, and a lot of guys w would really like that. Um, it doesn't work quite that way in the real world. Although if you do watch my infield or, or watch guys that are good at game, you will see us get attraction really, really fast. So, so fast that it almost seems instant. But the funny thing is, although it seems really fast, it's not like we just did one special trick or something like that that got us there. It is actually a progression of, of events, a series of things that we're doing. It just happens to occur in a very short time span. So it's not one thing. It's not like I can walk up and say, say this one opener and she will, you know, suddenly get, you know, dripping wet for you and do anything you ask. It doesn't work like that. Okay. Um, it is a process. And what that process actually looks like is the process of getting, I'm going to call it a slight advantage. Advantage isn't really the right word, but I'm thinking of this in terms of a zero-sum game, and the metaphor I'm going to use is going to make this word make sense. Advantage isn't really the right word. Um, it's, it's more like getting, a, a, you could say it like a slight value bump. We'll say that. Getting a very slight value bump and then maximizing it. Because what happens is every single bit of value you have opens up more possibilities for you to create more value. Okay, so if you are perceived as a low value guy, there are not very many things available to you because almost everything you do is going to get shut down almost kind of in a knee jerk way by the girl. If you're already a high value guy, there's all kinds of behaviors you can do that are now open to you because the girl will tolerate it. She'll be willing to engage in, in that kind of dialogue, that kind of uh, an interaction with you that's going to leave you, give you more possibilities to be even more high value. So being high value feeds on itself, right? Once you start to be more high value, the options to expand that value increase and increase. And the best metaphor I can give for this, which is an extremely, extremely nerdy metaphor, um, but if you were to ever watch um, really high-level chess computers play against each other, and yes, I know it's extremely nerdy, but just bear with me, okay? 
the chess computers, what they do after each evalu after each move, um, they have an evaluation. So they, they put a number on how much they think they're either winning or losing in the game. And as you watch these high-level chess computers play, the numbers will be very, very close to zero. It's a very, very even game, very even game. It'll be zero, 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 point oh one. 0.015, whatever. But then once it starts to get up to like 0.02, or sorry, 0 0.2, 0 0.3, 0 0.4, something like that, it starts to go up really fast. And so it's almost this exponential curve. And what happens is it's a really even game, but then as soon as a computer gets ahead, it's, it's winning in the game. It has like some kind of like extra ability to assert itself on the board. Um, once that happens, that extra ability gives it more options to then expand its advantage, expand its advantage, expand its advantage. You see it ramp up really fast. And that's actually what's happening with generating fast attraction as well. It's not that you did this one thing that got you from zero to, you know, to a hundred in terms of attraction. You did one little thing that got you from zero to like one. And, but then the fact that you got to one, the girl's paying a little more attention. She's a little more receptive. You have, um, you have the floor. Maybe you bought yourself 30 seconds to convey more of your personality with that time. And then in that, that period, maybe you get to like four. And then once you're at four, now you have like two or three minutes to convey your personality and she's paying more attention. And maybe one of her friends seems to approve of you in a certain way. Or maybe, you know, the, the, the guy that's with her in the group seems to be, be shut up and paying attention to you now or, or something like that, right? And so it gets exponentially easier the more attraction you have. And that's actually why it's a lot easier to conduct an interaction, you know, five minutes or 30 minutes in than it was at the very start. That's why it's a lot easier to interact and, and maintain value in a relationship with a girlfriend than it would be in the first moment on a cold approach. So in that first moment, you definitely can do things that will really, really set you back. It's actually pretty similar again to the chess metaphor, right? You're probably not going to win a chess game in the first couple moves because you know, if, if you're playing well and your opponent's playing well, it's hard to gain advantage. But if you, you know, allow for a checkmate in the first couple moves, make a huge blunder, you can lose very quickly. If you, you know, put your queen on a vulnerable square and lose your queen in the first moves, you can lose the game very quickly. But winning the game is more of a gradual process of building up in chess advantages. Here you could call it building up little bits of value that then increase your value and increase your value and put you in a better and better position. And so, on a practical level. Okay, so that's that's the theoretical, right? That's how it actually happens, that it's not one, you know, stunning masterstroke move. It is a, a series of small advantages or, or small value bumps that, that add up. But how are those achieved? How is that actually done? Well, it's little things, right? So if you walk up to a girl and you look like a total scrub, you're immediately going to be put at a disadvantage, right? That's the equivalent. It, we're going to just extend this chess metaphor. Why not? That's the equivalent of just giving them a piece at the start of the game. It's like, here, just, you know, I don't need my knight. I'm just going to play without it, right? Can you win that way? If you're good enough and they're bad enough? Yes, you can. You absolutely can, but it's really, really hard, right? And you, you, why would you do that when you can just dress well, walk over with confidence and not give up a piece right at the start? <clears throat> so the first is don't undermine yourself. Don't do any of those things that sabotage you and make you immediately lose the game. Um, and then the second thing is doing something to just capture attention, something to get you a window of time to convey some positive qualities, right? And so um, that can be having whatever you open the conversation with be a little bit intriguing. It can be um, maybe doing something that, that is emotionally relevant to her in some way, either maybe um, something that's like you could call like like a push-pull or a tease or something that, that triggers her, her sense of wanting validation or her triggers her curiosity because it's about her. That could work. If you happen to have an interesting story that happens to get her engaged, get, get, get her paying attention to you, anything along those lines is going to be your first step. 
And then from there, um, the longer you go, and this is this is kind of a weird thing in game, um, because most guys do mess up, because most guys do blunder, the longer you go without blundering, that in and of itself starts to be a form of value, especially if the girl tests you, right? If the girl starts to, if you, if you do something to provoke perhaps a shit test, or if the girl just inherently because she is a girl who's used to getting approached or a girl who is, you know, wants to make it a little bit difficult for guys or instinctively has to make it difficult for guys because she's getting approached, she tests you and you pass the test, now that's a bump of value. And again, it starts getting exponential. And so now you've gone from level zero to now you're at you know level level 0.1, 0.2, 0.4, and then it starts ramping up and ramping up very, very quickly. And so what you can see is sometimes within a matter of you know 10 or 15 seconds, there's all these subtle little cues that have added up quickly. Or sometimes the girl's a little bit more difficult to win over, um, and you have what seems like a normal conversation for a few minutes, and then at some point she starts to open up, she starts to kind of melt, um, or, or sometimes it's not even a melt. It's like she, she just like pops to attention and realizes, oh shit, this is like a real guy of value. Um, but what you're doing, even when it looks like that, that instantaneous pop, it's not an instantaneous pop. It's the instantaneous pop that was born of many, many things that were kind of bubbling beneath the surface until it kind of, until it kind of um, came to the surface. And so one final chess metaphor, that's the equivalent of like, you have a small positional advantage, small positional advantage. And then because of that positional advantage, you end up winning their queen or something like that. And then an inexperienced player notices the moment when you won the queen or the moment when you, you, you gave the first check of the combination or something. But what really was happening was you were positioning your pieces for that to happen along the way. And so it was subtly building and then it may appear that it just exploded in that moment, but it didn't come from nothing, all right? So that's kind of the um, the uh, the situation. Um, one thing this is this is actually a new thought I just had um, using the, the chess metaphor in the backwards. So I mentioned that um, that you as a guy when you walk up, most guys blunder, right? Most guys make a lot of mistakes, and it's a lot easier to lose value than it is to gain value. Another way that you can get instant attraction, weirdly enough, is that quote unquote the girl blunders. Right. So if you happen to meet a girl at a moment when she just did something kind of embarrassing or she did something silly or you, you catch her in a, in a moment where she she feels like shy or something like that, that actually can work to your advantage. So, for example, let's say a girl's dancing with her friend and she does something really ridiculous and she, she feels kind of like shy about it and she looks around to see if anybody noticed her and you look you happen to be looking and smirking at her and she catches your eye. That moment when she feels embarrassed, that may give you actually a leg up that you wouldn't have had had you done a cold approach in a non-optimal moment, right? So something like that can actually help you. Or for example, if um, if you have um, some something where she maybe she bumps into you and like she, she feels nervous or awkward or she actually opened you and she feels, you know, that, that she's committed a little bit by accident, um, those kind of scenarios can actually get you to that initial level where it starts accumulating faster. So maybe instead of going in at a zero um, in your kind of value bump, you're now at like, you know, a, a plus one or something like that. And it, it can it can get exponential really, really fast. Um, so that actually can happen. You will occasionally have those moments or, or like if, if there's a good thing the girl just like just did that you can comment on as your opener that puts her in that moment of, of um, kind of uncertainty and makes her wonder, um, that can be actually a really good way for things to happen quickly. So that can happen, but that's not something you can just create on command because it's dependent on something a little bit situational. So those situations can arise, um, but to do it predictably, reliably, it's not an instant thing. It can be a very fast thing, but it's an accumulation. It's an accumulation of factors that then does build up. By the way, quick reminder, if you guys are 
enjoying this content on value. If you guys are curious about value in general, I would highly recommend going over to toddvdating.com slash value. Uh, again, that's for value masterclass. We're doing that very, very soon. So you're going to want to get on that, you know, pretty much ASAP. We're going to do that event in, in very short order. All right. The next question we have, how to be a man of purpose while chasing women. Do they really go hand in hand or what's the deal? And I think what this person's referring to is the idea that chasing women is kind of putting women at a position of a lot of importance in your life, right? And so if you are a high value guy, how do you justify putting, giving women this importance? And especially because in game, um, part of the idea is not to put women on a pedestal, not to treat them as higher value than you. Um, but again, if you're putting all this time and energy and effort into them, how can you be outcome independent? How can you not care very much? How can you justify the idea that you are the high value one in the relationship? And this can really be dealt with on a couple levels. This can be dealt with on the, the level of literally the moment when you approach, right? There's this, this idea in game that how can you be the chooser when you're the one who walked up and approached her, right? You're the one who chose to approach. So aren't you by definition needy? Aren't you by definition, um, you know, supplicating to her? Aren't you by definition putting her on, in a position of power by the very fact that you walked over and approached? And the simple answer to that, which I'm not going to go into in too much depth here because I've covered it a lot in, in other videos and other places, but I do think it's worth mentioning. Um, but the simple answer there is that there's a difference between interested and sold. So just because she had some characteristic that attracted you doesn't mean that you have decided you love her unconditionally. So when you go over, you could go over and be like, you're so beautiful. I'd do anything for you either literally in words, which I highly recommend against, but, or, or in mentality, which is having that viewpoint, which I also recommend against, although it wouldn't be quite as, as egregious or obvious, right? You want to come from the position that you are a high value man offering something to the girl. And why are you offering it to her? Because there is something potentially special about her. There's something about her that caught your attention. But there's a big difference between catching your attention and being sold. Imagine if you were like the New York Yankees baseball organization, right? And you happen to see some kid at a high school game who has like a good arm. He can, he can throw a pretty like steaming fastball. You'd be interested potentially. You might like go approach him about being part of your organization. But most likely he's not going to make it to the major leagues. And most likely, if he does make it to the major leagues, he might not make it under the Yankees roster because they have a pretty good team. And most likely, even if he does, he'd just be some average like player on the roster. It's very unlikely that that player is going to really move the needle for the Yankees. It's possible. It could happen. But it's extraordinarily unlikely. Right? On the other hand, you bringing him into your organization, offering him a contract or, or an opportunity, could be utterly life-changing for him. So yeah, you saw him playing this game and you walked up to him as the scout and, and approached him to talk about terms and whatnot, but you are still the one with way more to offer than he is, even though you walked over, right? And the reason he didn't walk over, by the way, is he probably didn't even know you were in the stands. He didn't know you were there. If he did know you were there, he might've come over and tried to sell himself to you. Or he might have tried to like, you know, play in a different way to impress you, or he might have adjusted his behavior there. The only reason he didn't come and approach you is he had no way of knowing you were even there. It's the same thing on a cold approach, right? The fact that you walked over to approach the girl doesn't mean that under the right circumstances, she wouldn't come approach you. Doesn't mean that if you were in her social circle, she wouldn't develop a crush on you, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So there's a big difference between being somewhat interested or, or having your curiosity piqued by someone 
and having a situation where they're offering more value than you are. And so I want you to kind of consider that you are, you know, the scout for the New York Yankees, so to speak, in that in that metaphor. You're the one offering the value here, but, um, you know, you're the one who has to do the approach because you're the only one aware of this potential budding relationship at this moment. And that's that's kind of the nature and the philosophy of how you go and approach. Okay, so that's kind of how to deal with it in terms of approaching one particular girl and why it is that just approaching doesn't necessarily make you a low-value person. But let's talk more generally. If you are spending a lot of time and energy on improving your game. So for example, when I was learning game in you know year 2000, very long time ago now, um, I did a lot of cold approach. And uh, so I approached like pretty much every hot girl or even cute girl on my college campus. So I did a lot of cold approach. And the time that I wasn't approaching girls, I spent not all of it, but I spent a lot of it reading forums and, and learning different techniques and trying different things out. And so it was it was a big part of my life. And so how can I be such a high value guy if I am investing all this time and energy into women? Well, two things. One, um, in some ways, I wasn't because I was I was a work in progress. I was becoming a high value guy, and I, I wasn't I wasn't there. But I was I was getting higher and higher value with the time I was spending, right? And especially for me, because I was a guy who was you know smart and and relatively successful in certain areas, but social was a massive failing for me, right? I was I was decent at the academic. I was on my path to being decent financially, at least by getting a good job or something like that. But the social aspect was something that I, I never went to parties in high school. I, I never went to dances, all that kind of stuff. So that was where I was lacking and I was working on that weakness. So I was becoming a high value guy. I wasn't necessarily there yet. And that's something I was okay with because I realized that I was going there in the future and that what I had on offer was the guy was becoming in the future. So there's that element um, for sure, which is that that it's okay to be a work in progress and it's okay to be on your way to being more high value than you are. And that's that's fine as well, okay? But the big thing I want to point out in terms of this this question though is the difference between chasing women and chasing a woman, right? And also I want to point out, well, before I even do that, I want to point out the term chasing, right? So there's a big difference between approaching and chasing, which gets back to this sort of first thing that I talked about, which is the the New York Yankees scout thing, right? Just because you're approaching a girl does not mean you've determined to chase her, does not mean you've determined to bend over backwards for her, does not mean you've determined to change who you are to impress her or please her and those kind of things. So you definitely should be approaching without chasing. But there's a big difference between putting time and, and, and effort into being good with women versus putting time and effort into a woman. Because putting time and effort into being good with women is actually investing in yourself, right? It's investing in your future and your ability to have good relationships in the future. Putting time and energy into one particular woman and putting her on a pedestal is not doing that. That is actually appeasing and supplicating and those kind of things. So the process of getting good with women should not be a process that you undertake in order to get one woman. And in fact, if you do that, it usually doesn't work. It usually gets you more obsessed. And, and in fact, most guys who come into this like the, with their one-itis usually don't end up getting their one-itis. They just end up getting a better girl later, right? They end up not getting the girl who they had this this one one and only crush on, but then, you know, three months or six months or a year later, they get a girl who's way better than her. Or what happens is they, they don't get her and then they, they meet some other girls and then they interact with her later once they've improved themselves and then they get her later once they no longer care or once she's no longer their sole focus, right? So making a girl your sole focus inherently is bad game and inherently doesn't work. But I do want to make this this very important distinction that working on yourself with women does not mean you are supplicating to the world of women. 
It does not mean that. What it means is you're working on an aspect of your life and you're investing in yourself, right? It is almost like in the sense of like, if you work on yourself financially, that's not making you a slave to money. If anything, it's working towards financial freedom. It's making you the master of your financial future, the master of your fate with money. So working on yourself with women actually is a way of freeing yourself from having to bend over backwards to any particular girl or freeing yourself from needing any one particular girl because you know you can go meet another girl when you need to. You know you've actually developed the skill set. So understand that you're not chasing a woman and you're not really, you shouldn't even be chasing women, but what you're doing is you're chasing a skill set. And in that sense, you're investing in yourself. All right, our third and final question for today is this. Is there such a thing as offering too much value? And the answer is yes. But I want to answer this as well as a very related question to which the answer is no. The question to which the answer would be no is, is there such a thing as having too much value? There is no such thing as having too much value, contrary to what you may have learned in game, right? People are like, oh, I, you know, I was too high value for her and she, she couldn't learn. I, overqual- I was overqualified, that kind of thing. That's bullshit. That's absolutely utterly bullshit. There's no such thing as too high value. There is no such thing as overqualified. What there is, is undercomforted, right? As in like you were, you know, there wasn't a, you weren't grounding yourself on reality. You didn't seem normal or you came off as weird or uncalibrated. Those are absolutely true, but there is no such thing as too high value. It is true that um, if you are perceived as much higher value than the girl, she may need more time to convince herself that she deserves you or is worthy of you or that you have a genuine interest in her. But that should not be a problem because if you have high value, there will be nothing keeping her from spending that time with you. So at the very worst, being quote unquote too high value, the worst it can do if you have, you know, do things properly is to make game take a little bit longer. That's it. Okay. So there's no such thing as being too high value. But as this question is asked, is there such a thing as offering too much value? Absolutely. Yes, there is. Okay. So when you are trying too hard to please someone, that comes off as very low value. So that's the opposite of having high value. If you are um, changing who you are around someone, that comes off as low value. Also, if you are too willing to give things to people who haven't earned it, it actually devalues the very thing you're giving, okay? So I'll give you an example for this. Let's say that we're in a situation where maybe I have a used car, you want to buy a car, so you come to me to buy my car. And you have it in your mind um, that you're willing, you've done all the blue book and all that kind of stuff. You have it in your mind you're willing to pay, say, up to like $10,000 for my car, let's just say, okay? Um, And then I, you know, automatically, like my first offer is like, listen, you can have it for 3000 The first thing you're going to do is you're going to question what's wrong with the car, right? So me giving you that low-valued offer, you not having to negotiate with me is going to lower the perceived value of that car tremendously. And you might actually back out, right? You were coming willing to spend 10000 offered it for 3000 you may get so suspicious or so weirded out or think of like I'm somehow tricking you or conning you or something that you might not buy it at all, right? Your value, the value may be depleted that much by it. And when you are offering too much value to a girl, especially value she hasn't earned, when you when you seem to care too much, when you're going out of your way too much, when you're being too nice in a way that hasn't been earned, the girl may perceive that being nice is your only strategy in life, or she may perceive that while she thought you were very high value, maybe she was wrong in her assessment because the evidence is really stacking up that that's not the case, 
Okay. So while having high value is pretty much universally a good thing, just offering that value without any compensation, without her working for it in any way, without any justification, um, offering too readily, being too nice actually can backfire and lose you value. All right. So there is definitely such a thing as offering too much value. There is definitely such a thing as being too nice, right? Because offering the value sometimes devalues the value itself. And sometimes withholding value actually, conversely, can be a way to perceive, to make the other person perceive that you actually have more value. And a lot of game um, is in that, right? So things like a push away, a back turn, withholding validation, qualifying a girl, all those key core concepts in game are based on the idea that there's a normal way that an interaction where someone discovers value how the, there's a normal sequence to that. And if you violate that sequence, there's going to be something off, right? If you violate that sequence, they're going to question that very value. All right. And so that's why, you know, there is this sort of back and forth. That's why there is this, this dance to game. And that's why many of the techniques in game exist and work. And to a certain extent are even sort of necessary, right? Is because if you just are too liberal with your value, you're actually diminishing the very value you're given. Right. If you it's it's like the guy, the teacher who who just gives an A to every student on their on their report card or on their GPA, it val it's valued just the same as any other A. But emotionally to the student, if they know that the teacher gave everybody an A, there's no feeling of accomplishment for getting that A. Right. If you give your your value too readily, there's no feeling of accomplishment from the girl. And so the very value is actually worth less. So that's today's episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, by the way, if you haven't already, be sure and go over to toddvdane.com slash value and check out Value Masterclass. We're doing that event in just a few days from now. It's, it's literally right around the corner. So definitely check it out. Um, by the way, that is a live interactive event. So you have the opportunity to ask me your questions, and interact with me on the event itself. Uh, but also if you're unable to attend uh, one of, it's going to be multiple sessions, but if you're unable, unable to attend one of the sessions for whatever reason, um, you will get a recording as well. So you can definitely get all the value. In any case, check it out. It's at oddvdating.com slash value. Hopefully we'll see you there. And thanks again for tuning in. Take care.